I, I have a fun story to kick off the podcast, you know, entertain the people here. <laughs> this morning I woke up. Last night I had a soccer game. So as I'm waking up this morning, boom, I get hit with a cramp in my calf. It's been so long <laughs> since I had a cramp in my calf. Are you drinking water? Right, I'm waking up. Clearly not. Too much coffee, not enough water. <laughs> All of a sudden, ah, I'm like screaming. My girlfriend is like, what happened? I was like, crap, crap in my calf. And I'm like stretching there. And as it is getting better, I'm like, ah, you know what? I need to go to the restroom. So I get up. <laughs> And I go into the restroom and this is going to be maybe TMI, a little bit too much information for the listeners, you know, but like just skip like 30, the no, next 30 seconds. Early in the morning, <laughs> early in the morning, I like to sit on the toilet, you know, like rather than like being standing up, whatever, I sit on the toilet. So I go and as I'm sitting on the toilet, I notice that the lid of the toilet is all the way up. Oh, right. Oh, no. And I'm like already too committed on the squat. Right. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm trying to pull myself up and there's this like slippery rug on the ground. So I slipped on the rug and I literally hit the toilet with <laughs> all my weight. My back just like smashed the toilet. Everything shook. Like there was so much noise. And I'm like, oh my God, I almost fell inside of the toilet. <laughs> so I get up, I put the lid down and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm just literally saying out loud to nobody. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. In case I woke up somebody. <laughs> And then, you know, whatever, I go and do my business and in my mind, I'm like, I hope I flush the toilet and this thing doesn't like explode and there's water everywhere. So I go ahead and like flush the toilet, mission successful, nothing wrong happened with the pipes. But then as I'm closing the lid, the lid just came up. <laughs> I literally broke the so, toilet, cramp, broke the toilet <laughs> this morning. And honestly, my thought was, you know what? They're going to kick you out of that house. My mind was, it just went to the day can only get go, get better from here. So let's go. Is let's it better? Cr let's crush this pipe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so better. lesson, uh, don't let Fonzie use your bathroom. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. guys, today we're not talking about bathrooms. Today we're actually <laughs> continuing with uh, the episode by popular demand by me. Uh, we're actually, I mean, I did promise that we're going to dive into the six categories and assign tools to each of the yeah. highly prof highly profitable six-stage production. Is that, that's a... It's a yeah. mouthful. Yeah, yeah. But you, anyways, need to, you need to sort you, out that if name, you, brother. If you haven't uh, turned to the other episodes, we do have six stages of profitable content. So we're now attaching tools to each of those stages, and we're going to give our thoughts and some things that you can use, that your team can use, things that have helped us scale the content better, smarter. That is right. So you can fast track your content creation flow. That's right. We're matching. Look at look at it. I know. Oh, we're so, I love it. I so love cute. it. We look so good. We look so good. Now, that being <laughs> said, before we dive into the episode, guys, make sure you go and check out the brand new website that my brother is building. Bizbros.co looks nice. I appreciate you, bro. That was a great effort. Not nice and done. I know. The I know. We've operated without a website, actually, for now, like, almost five years. But, we, you know, we decided know, finally to be like, you know what? Let's, let's put out something if in there. You want to know exactly how much money we've actually made uh, without a website, just send me a DM. I'm happy to share that because a lot of people think you do need a website from day one. You do not need a website from day one. Yes, yeah. it could help you as well. But again, yeah. capacity, I mean, resources. We built a business. We pretty much went from freelancing to having a team and having clients without a website. I know. We also have the, I love this, the six-figure sales letter. And uh, yeah, that's a that's, funny story for a different thing. Okay, it, anyways. It, 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 is it technically a six-figure sales letter if people didn't actually click buy at the end of that sales letter? 
I, I don't know, but it's just like, <laughs> it, it's a very cool story. I mean, that was the only <laughs> website that we had up when we actually crossed the first six figures. I know, it was which sad, was it crazy. was sad. But, you know, all... All the, the, the good things happen because of the podcast at the end of the day. So if you're interested in learning how to build your own collaborative-based platform, right, and systematize it so it can make a profit for you and your business, make sure you let us know, and we will talk and uh, we'll share with you a little bit more about pipeline platforms. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to dive into the six categories, each one of them. Uh, you know, very quick is we have the research, creation, production, distribution, monetization, and operations, right? So obviously we're in the in the frame of tools that can help you operate uh, on that specific side. So Fonzie was actually like taping and he was he was typing and he was adding like seven different tools for each one of them. And I was like, bro, what are you doing? I was just and, adding and, and options, he, you know, <laughs> facilitating the creation of the episode. And he was, he was like, okay, you know what? I freak out. So he just deleted the whole thing. So now we're going to go off the top of our heads with the, probably the tools that we've been playing or using the most right now. So maybe we can add a full list of a bunch of tools later down the road. Maybe that could be a really cool lead magnet. If you're interested, let us know and we can send it to you, but let's go. All right. So the first stage is research. What do you like to use for the research for your episode? And when I mean research is like, what are we talking about? Right? Uh, so what are the things that you use? Yeah. So here in Continents Profit, we have two different types of kind of like Content Ep episodes, episodes, right? Yeah. So we have the solo episodes and obviously we have our interview-based episodes. So I'm going to talk referring to the solo episodes, which require, I feel like they require a little bit more of gathering, of research. And my favorite tool, I mentioned this uh, quite a few times at the moment, it is Fitly, right? Fitly.com, F-E-E-D-L-Y.com. And what it does, it is a news aggregator. Pretty much, you can tell it to follow uh, Wired.com, right? Or TechCrunch.com. And it's going to pull the new articles that they release. And you can go and check them every single day. Obviously, there are filters and very different ways that you can use this tool for your own benefit. So here on my kind of like dashboard on Feedly, I have... News about the creator economy, right? News about entrepreneurship and, and business, marketing, podcasting news, right? Because I want to know as soon as they are releasing to the internet, I can go and be one of the first people to read about this and then share it, right? So that makes for really good topical content, right? Things that are trending at the moment that people might be interested in. Not so much the evergreen content, right? So again, this is kind of like leveraging that intention and search that people are looking at the moment. So for example, one of the things that I would add into Fitly potentially would be looking for articles on AI technology in the creator economy. And guess what? I'm probably going to see a lot of those articles surface about tools that embrace AI that you can use to scale your content and make your content better. Also, I use a free version at the moment and it has worked wonders, but there is a paid version which... I'm seriously considering because it has an AI included in it and it's really, really cool because you can monitor specific companies and you can tell them to give you information uh, based on consumer insights, market data, right, revenue, uh, trending topics, all these things. So literally you have kind of like the news 
in your face and you're going to be one of the first ones to know. And then obviously it's a matter of fact of taking action and creating something of your own with that information that you're getting. So as you can tell, I'm pretty hyped up about Feedly. I know. I like it. <laughs> as you're doing the description, I'm like, I need to set up my own Feedly. And, uh, and again, like there's different things, obviously, where you have your guest. You have, if you are doing your solo episodes, obviously we talk about this for topical content, obviously research, citing these things, right? If you want to be on, on top of, of those waves of information, right? Yep. So uh, for me, like I always go back to, am I creating the content intrinsically for me, right? Or like what serves me? What's the thing? And obviously we're experimenting with many tools, but currently the way I consume content, right? is through podcasting, a lot of podcasting. So either I'm walking the dog, I'm listening to a podcast, right? I am uh, driving the kids to uh, the, my in-laws. I'm listening to a podcast in the car. Luca actually goes like, Papa, where's the podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, he loves our voices and he also loves my first million for some reason. He's like, where's the black <laughs> and blue? So shout out to, you know, Sean and Sam. Uh, uh, and Sam. Yeah, I know so, that podcast from the Hotspot Podcast Network. That's right. Shout out. So uh, what I try to do is like, how can I integrate my research or the things that are that I'm consuming so I can then have material for the content that we create, right? So one app that I really love is a podcasting app called Air, right? Is it Air? Hold on. Yes, yeah, Air. A-I-R-R, right? So it's just like a podcasting feed. You can subscribe to different shows. But the, fir- the, the thing that I love the most is that you can actually create these things called air quotes, right? So let's say mm-hmm. you're listening to this podcast and there's a period in the show that there's a piece of information that you want to remember, that you want to maybe cite, that you want to maybe develop a little bit more in your content. You can click this quotes button, right? And it will clip for you 30 seconds or a minute of around that thing that you just listened. So now instead of having to make a note in your phone or you know in a piece of paper, or whatever, you can actually click one button and that is saved into what they call air quotes. And then you can go back to that list and be like, revisit that, uh, that piece of content and then create based off of that, right? So the way that I use it is, is that way. It's actually like if I listen to something that I can then bring onto the podcast or create a clip about it or talk about it, that's how I do it. That's the current way that I consume information. So I'm going to find a way to do that. So if you combine both of those, you know, there's going to be a ton of information that you can do on your research that's, you know, syncing with the way that you consume content today, right? If you want to learn more, obviously, about how I connect Air to a database software that we have, uh, Project Manager, just let us know and we can dive into that. But that's uh, like a two, three step app process. But yeah, I like it. I like Air. Air is really it's so good. It's really good. I have so many golden nuggets in there that I should just go back. And yeah. then pro tip right here, you can use those little nuggets to create clips as well. Right. So, for example, some of our podcasts, I go through Air mark some clips of some segments and then what i do is i jump on camera and i do like a little intro a little hook hey this guy just made x amount of money doing just this check this out and then i put a screen recording of the clip with the subtitles that instagram gives you naturally and guess what it does for a good good clip it actually performs pretty good um i want to add this about feedly because obviously you know Cheers, Fiddly. We're going to have to... Wait, we're going to no, have no. to... Wait, wait, wait. We're going to have to split this episode in All two. Right, sounds good. We can split it. But Fiddly here. Free version. Now, I mentioned the, the paid version. There's like a paid use... Like, it's called the Pro Plus, which you can use the AI, and it's really good. But then, for businesses, and this is really cool, if you go under Enterprise, which it can get a little pricey for a small business, I'll say that, um, 
I think they quoted me at like 1200 bucks, something like that, 1500 bucks. But I think if you are, you know, committed to be one of the sources of information in your industry, it's a must. You have access also to press releases, which is really cool because then awesome. you actually have access to information even before it hits some of the, the big media outlets, right? The same time that they are getting this information, you're getting as well. And you can pretty much the, the speed to market with which you are bringing this content to the audience, it can set you apart. So I think that is extremely cool. Maybe something that we can potentially, as you know, we keep growing, be like, oh, sure, like let, let's jump into that. But for now, if you want to invest into the Pro Plus, is really really cool because it gives you the market intel, funding events, partner. It, it, it just has so much stuff. All right, we should do. Well, Philly, sponsor me. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> sponsor yeah, me right sponsor now. Sponsor me. Um, all right, on to the next stage, right? So after you have the information of what are you actually talking about, we move into the creation phase. Like how do we actually create, how do we record the thing that then later is going to be produced by you or your team, right? So there's obviously tools that, that we use to uh, kickstart that side of things. Yeah. So You go first because I went first in the last one. I go first? Yeah. Yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus. Oh, boy. Okay. I just want to see what you pick. So okay. I pick something different. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record. But for me, the one that I've been using the most that have helped me, it has been Descript. I mean, 100%. Yeah, it's, uh, good. It's, a good, it, it's a good one. Cheers from the crowd. Uh, and I'm going to do an example uh, that is falling outside of the podcast side. Obviously, it's obvious, right, uh, on the podcast side. But I think you're bringing some of that. Uh, so... We ran an experiment maybe a couple of weeks ago, right? We were going through this workshop with an amazing entrepreneur and they, they have physical stores. And uh, we're going through examples of minimal uh, viable content, right? And this is the content that you can create consistently for a long period, you know, for a long time. And then uh, um, without, without a lot of like lift from, from you, right? So we're looking at these different formats and some of the examples that, that we saw was like, Hey, there's this fitness guy that all he does is, you know, he sets his phone up and he goes to the phone and be like, hey, go to the gym, right? And it's like 300,000 videos like that. And it's the same concept, same phrase that he just like, he, he's creative with like the environment that he records on. So it's like, what is the one piece of content, one piece of information that you can do consistently over a long period of time? So with that said, I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to try that, right? For us, has been the podcast, but I want to try it in the clips level. So what I did is like I put on, you know, I opened Descript, I connected the camera, and I created right there what message like, hey, are you publishing? Are you an entrepreneur? And have you published yet? And that has been, that was the initial experiment that we ran for a week. So we just created it and recorded it and transcribed it all at the same time. And then it gives you a really cool base to kind of export that little video and publish it in every vertical platform, right? So for me, that has been a super, uh, it has been an amazing tool just to get in there yeah. and create. You, you know something else cool about this script? That moment where you were like, uh, uh. It'll, it'll find it and it'll cut it. <laughs> You'll find it and it'll cut it. Yeah, exactly. So okay. it just sets you up, right? Like looking at the process, the next one is a production side. Yeah. But looking at that process, it, you're setting up the video already to skip two, three, four uh, uh, stages inside of the production process <laughs> so you can save a lot of time, right? I mean, yeah. just recently, uh, we were reading about an article that people lose about six weeks of their year just by switching apps, Tabs, tabs, well, tabs, tabs, on well, the, tabs on the and apps. Internet. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Six Bro, have you weeks. Seen, have you seen how many tabs I got open? I know you've lost many years of actually, your life. <laughs> actually, uh, you know, I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna make it. Wait, remind wait, wait. me. Wait, remind me at the end of the episode. I'm gonna make an honorable mention, mention to an app that has really helped me. Okay, uh, but again, looking with that in mind, we're like, okay, well, how much time is your team losing? Like, so how can we I- implement these tools to make a very seam- seamless process and and make sure everything is super compact? So for me. Uh, this script is going to win. I mean, I wish I came up with that, the idea of that software because they're freaking killing it. Yeah, so. uh, we would be uh, ultra millionaires right now. But that being said, what is my tool for creation? I have a few and I, oh, okay, okay. We need a kind of like a guide here. Are we just doing softwares or are we also doing like physical tools? Uh, I mean, you're going to pick one. All right, cool. But for well, the, for the um, list, it can be both. Yes. I mean, I'm just going to mention it. Because we talked about it on the last episode. I think I'm going to stick to a software, which most people have access to. But for the creation, the Roadcaster has a has been a game changer. You so said software and you just mentioned Roadcaster. I know. It's like an honorable mention. So if you have, <laughs> 30 you know, about seven, 700 bucks that you can invest into immediately increasing the production of your podcast, I would definitely recommend you looking into the roadcaster now that being said what is my tool of choice for us it was all about removing the friction right going live how can we make it simple but it still look good and at that moment it was Streamyard. Streamyard really helped us at the moment of kind of like setting up the production and putting it out into the world immediately you can connect your social medias to it you can go live you can you know have change of screens here and there it allows you to have a guest come in and interview them remotely we started the podcast obviously when you know the whole world shut down so we need a way to do interviews remote and that was perfect and honestly it allows you to do interviews at scale more volume so you know, shout out here. If you're looking to build your pipeline platform, right, your systematized collaborative-based <laughs> platform, right, that is a pipeline platform, you can use something like StreamYard to have your guest on and you can do more interviews faster, connect with more people, increase the value of your network, produce more content and fill your pipeline with opportunities. So again, that one was a game changer for us because we started doing three interviews every single week. That meant three very good connections for a network that translated into clients. And honestly, sure, you can say, oh, but we can jump in Zoom and record. But Zoom is just, it it didn't work the same, kind of glitchy. The output that it gives you, it was kind of terrible. So that is why I'm going with StreamYard. It allowed us to stream in multiple places, which was super value add for the guests that was coming. So yeah, and I think we were coming from a setup that was like uh, Ecamm Live to the phone to a Skype call. It was was so messy, remember? Uh, We actually had people on Skype, creating uh, accounts on Skype when we were doing this. But anyways, yep. it was, uh, yeah, anyways, we can dive into that. I think that, like each one of these deserves one episode, but we'll see. Uh, maybe it's a course that we do, you know, six stages and the tools, and that's something that we can release for the community. Okay, so last stage in this first half of the episode, where the next stage is actual production, right? So once you have your creation, how do you actually produce it? Like, what's the final outcome? And this is like from like raw video to like the thing that you want to put out to the yeah. world, right? I feel like this one could be an episode on its own because I feel like there's levels to it. You know, yeah, kind of like definitely tier C production all the way to tier A production if you want to make a masterpiece. Like, 
you are going to use different softwares. But for the sake of today's conversation and time, uh, we're going to keep it to the one-on-one. Okay, now you go first. I go first. All right, cool. Well, my favorite one, hands down, I started as a perfectionist. So I was like, (laughs) let me learn the most difficult tool out there or the tool that the best video editors use, right? And that was Adobe Creative Cloud, right? It it just, it can do do anything. You have Premiere Pro, you have Adobe Audition, which is what we edit the audio, but again, you don't really need it. Um, But that's what what we use because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna learn the best of the best. And uh, (laughs) I went on my obsessive, I have like these periods in my life where, where I obsess over things and then yeah, I, right I now, learn about it. Right now it's fishing. Right now it's fishing. All your I YouTube know, yeah. videos are fishing. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you fish, let me know. Um, I want to hear some tips from you. But that being said is Adobe Creative Cloud and especially Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro has been a game changer. I can really edit some really, really cool things. Personally, on our end, my challenge has been relaying that information letting go to relaying let, let, that information <laughs> to the team and you know obviously having create obviously great quality stuff uh from premiere pro but at the same time there are really there are a lot of tools and i'm sure you're going to mention one of these right now that helps facilitate that process and even though you can potentially not create something as good as what you can create in Premiere Pro with all the effects, all these crazy things that like really enhance the post-production of a clip, you can still create something really, really good that can get the attention of people. And I will add this in here, quality of the message over quality of the production. We've said it over and over again. That's actually how we started with 45 Live. So do you really need Adobe Premiere Pro to you know, have a big impact, to reach a big audience, to captivate people and get people's attention? The answer is no, right? And it it kind of hurts me a little bit to say that, but <laughs> it is no, you don't need that software. But if you want to eventually, once you have your message, right? You know your capacity, you know your resources, and you know how consistent you want to be, and you want to add a little bit of flair, a little bit of post-production, and make your content look hashtag juicy juicy, you can use Premiere Pro. And if you don't want to learn any of this, you don't want to hire, you don't want to train, guess what? We can do this for you. All you got to tell us is, hey, guys, how do I work with you? And you'll be a perfect fit for content momentum in which we place a fractional content team inside of your business, right? So a uh, video editor, graphic designers, a creative director that is going to help you out, you know, with all the content that you have to put out into the world. And then we'll, we'll be doing the hard work for you. As well as that. Yo, I have some shameless plug. I'm on fire right now. I know you're shamelessly, <laughs> shameless plugging in every, every single day, category. Every <laughs> uh, if it's too much, guys, just let I, us know. But I love it. This is what comes to my mind. All the gurus are like, keep it to one call to action. I'm like, you know what? Uh, we don't I'm going to do care. all 10 call to actions. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we just want to help people. And I, and I think we're really good at what we do. So, I That's mean, right. it is at the service not to let you know that we do that. Anyways. For me, production. I first of all, I love to tinker. Second of all, I am not that good like Fonzie is with the softwares. So, uh, part of my research and development had led me to tools that 
you know, with the process in mind, it's like, how do I save time in, in, in a lot of this? That's like my number one. And then how is it something that could serve the team in uh, different ways? Like whether that's like, is it fast? Is it, does it skip like two or three steps all at once? Right. And I'm going to sound again, like a broken record for me. The one that I've been using on post-production has been Descript. Right. And again, so we talk about this script on the creation side where you can actually record directly to the software and it, it, it gives you like the live transcription and everything else. But also on the post-production, you can set up um, how they call it scenes where it's like, OK, we have like a two camera scene. We have like just me or just Fonzie scene. You can also do that on clips and you can have that all loaded up ahead of time. So if you know what is the outcome that you want, if you're like from like this one video, I want five clips to look this way, you can have that all set up ahead of time. So here's has been the, our battle between Fonzie and myself. It's like, okay, I don't want my content to look the same all the single time. Well, to me, create a ton of templates. Like every single week, just create a different different way for that content to look, right? There's different, it's, it's, I see it personally like a puzzle, right? But at the end of the day, I think it's a very, very powerful tool for smaller teams, right? If you don't have, if you have an editor or if you have a virtual assistant in-house that could potentially, you know, uh, you can train them on how to set up the episode structure or how to set up the clip structure is a very easy tool to teach somebody to use. So for me, uh, and it has a lot of the capacity that maybe big ed ed I will refrain that it has some differences some that, difference. that really yes. that really help with production. And again, it has some capabilities to streamline in different ways. Yes. But I will say this, bigger tools with a bigger learning curve like Premiere Pro does allow for a little bit more of creativity output. Absolutely. Okay. And and then we go to the topic of like, okay, if we want frequency and consistency, like that's going to be for you to decide. Like what's your cadence, right? At the end of the day, if you're going to go for higher volume and it depends on the resources that you have, do you have one editor, two editors, three editors? Do you have a VA? Right. Based on those, then that's how you're able to choose the tool that, that you want to use. Right. And obviously some of the content that gets produced at the very high level with other uh, with I'm going to call them professional tools. Right. Obviously, the output is going to be amazing. Right. Depends also on that person that's behind uh, that software using it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, OK, if you want something in between that can give you very consistent content that looks really good. Right. I think that's where it comes in. And for me, yeah. that has been the things that with the people that, that we've been able to help, the people in our community, that's what they want. And some of them, they might not have the resources to hire a full-time editor, right? So this tool just allows for people to do that. For me personally, I like to tinker. I like to create. So, and, and I haven't had the time. I haven't put in the time like Fonzie did for a few years to learn these softwares. For me, this has been a super useful tool to get content out very quickly at a very high level. Yeah. The other one... Uh, no, no. just go live. You don't really need a, I'm going to say like, you don't really yep. need a software. You can just go live and record it, or you can just use the camera on your phone. And then when you put it up on Instagram as a reel, you can add automatic captions in there and then just put it onto the wall. So uh -huh. that is this, this, the thing too. You know, you never know which piece of content is going to blow up. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you can spend 10 hours working on one clip that for you looks absolutely amazing. And you post it and it's like, burr, 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 like doesn't do good at all. And you can have a piece of content that it took you two minutes to make between recording and then uploading and adding the automatic captions on Instagram. And that thing can blow up. Right. Example, uh, the meme that we just published not too long ago. Right? <laughs> no, like, we put like this simple meme 
uh, I literally all of a sudden, I was like 800 likes. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. where, where did that come from? All right. So I think that marks the end of the first half of the episode. We did the first three categories. What are the next three? We talk about distributing, distribution, distributing your content, monetization. How do you actually connect that content to to whatever you're selling, right? And then how do you actually manage it all? So with that yeah. said, wait, guys, wait, wait, I had an honorable mention. No, you put you. No, it's time to end the episode. I, for, I was gonna say I have an, I <laughs> had an honorable mention, but I forgot what it was. Okay, there we go. With oh. that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. If today's episode helped you scale your content faster, better, please don't forget to share this episode and and give a five star review. See ya. Bye, guys.